Hello, church family. This is uh, our last part, last part in our study through Exodus chapter 6 to Exodus, Exodus chapter 7, verse 14. Um, if you remember, uh, on Wednesday, uh, we talked about how God's judgment as revealed in the past, mainly in Scripture, should compel us to live differently in the moment. Uh, we should see that um, our lives are transformed because we know that if we fall into sin, that there's going to have, there's going to be certain effects that's going to happen to us in the moment, whether it's something small like we lose joy or that our conscience gets seared. Uh, these are real consequences that are revealed in Scripture that if we do not forsake sin, there is a, a kind of judgment that happens to us. Uh, and sometimes our, these judgments are not eternal ones, but there are consequences that the Lord will place in our immediate life that's going to um, make life harder to live. And that's what sin does. Sin makes life difficult. But at the same time, what should cause us to tremble against in our fight for uh, holiness and, uh, and, and you know, a desire to do evangelism or discipleship or everything else. It should be that what's uh, about God's judgment that's revealed in the future. God's judgment that's revealed in the future should compel us to go and be faithful. And we see this in chapter 7. Uh, it says here that then the Lord said to Moses, See, I make you as God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I commanded you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh that he... Let the sons of Israel go. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that I will multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Again, so this is this warning part here that he's saying that uh, you need to go, represent me, and I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. And when we jump just a few verses over, verse 8, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. And he does that. Verse 10, so Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, thus they did, just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and the servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts. For each one threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents, but Aaron's staff swallowed up their staff. Again, I mentioned on Monday that this is a sign of superiority, that his staff mainly god is going to eat all of them up uh he's going to destroy all of their all of their uh their he's going to basically show his superiority and his sovereignty and his power god's faithfulness is in fulfilling his judgment in the past actually tells us that what he's going to do in the future is also the same um and again scripture tells us what happens when we reject christ when people reject christ they get damnation when people, um, even when we read the book of Revelation, all of those things are going to happen. I think sometimes we see these passages and we think to ourselves, like, these are too bizarre and too mystical, too fantastical. But you understand that when you reject these promises, you're rejecting an aspect of God. You're rejecting his promise, his his, his, his ability to uh, his, his ability to fulfill his the promises he's made. So in other words, his sovereignty, you deny his holiness. All of these things you deny when you deny the future judgment. Um, and I think that uh, that's just kind of what happens when, even in Pharaoh here. He sees all, uh, God warns him, and uh, he doesn't obey. In fact, at the very last verse, it says that yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. So Moses and Aaron here understand that the reason why Pharaoh's heart is hardened, yes, as part of it is like what he's seeing in the, in, you know, the immediate moment, which is these snakes uh, coming about, um, but this is even this event itself, 
was part of God's plan. You know, when God told them this, what was going to happen, there's only you know, moments, like hours earlier, that, hey, when you do this, Pharaoh's going to reject you, and I'm going to want to reveal more great uh, things, judgment, and it's going to uh, make everyone know that uh, God is, Yahweh is the one true God, and Pharaoh's heart is still going to be hardened. Our world tends to deny the judgment of God, again, because they think it is unloving and it's some sort of weird overreaction to the Lord. But then that's because I, I think partly, and this is a very tactful way of the devil, the things that he does is that he, he makes, uh, he, he describes hell in such a way that is one, is, is scary, but it's also secondly unbiblical. You know, things like the media or Dante's Inferno, I think that's like the inspiration for most of what Western people think hell is. Like these are all things that are not accurate to scripture. You know, the way that things like Dante Inferno and uh, whatever modern day description of hell that is often like, oh, the devil and his demons are like poking you and prodding you and you're burning and other people are like, you know, like with you, torturing you. But when in reality, it's, it's not like that. It's God pouring out his wrath to you. Uh, specifically individually it's described in terms of this loneliness this like being by yourself like you're you're in a place of gnashing of teeth it's 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 isolation and it's, and, and it, it uses all these description that that is horrifying but it's not the devil doing those things it's god god revealed to us through the word of god what the future is going to hold when and if people deny him god's wrath uh, will make us uh, tremble. It should make us tremble, and um, and again, because if it makes us tremble, it should cause us to to call people to come to saving faith. You know, if you take God's judgment seriously, you'll take evangelism seriously, and because you realize that, like, hey, God's judgment does reveal in the past about the future will happen, whether it is something like the hardening of someone's heart or the end time things, like um, you know, the world being destroyed or even further down like the second death the great white throne judgment all of these type of judgment that's revealed in the past about the future will happen and if we truly believe those things to be true if we truly believe that this is what is going to happen what will naturally happen to us is that we'll be moved to a, a rightful fear uh, to tell people to be saved by god i think we forget sometimes that um the same god that rescues us is also the god that uh, was at one point uh, the one that's going to destroy us. Uh, we were all enemies of God at one point, but God rescued us from that. And, um, and again, he, he's revealed us all in scripture in the past and of what he will do in the future. And we look forward to that day uh, in a good way in terms of, okay, justice will finally be done. But at the same time, it's very terrifying if you're a non-believer listening to this, knowing that this is what the future has is for you and it will happen. If you look at even secular texts about the Egyptian account, on the, the Exodus account, there are actual archaeological findings and testimony from non-believing sources that these things are true, that these things actually happen. Same with the New Testament as well. When the time of Jesus and the early Church of Acts, all things, there are actually non-biblical historians, historians that wrote about these miraculous things. And again, we don't need those things to tell us that God's judgment is coming, but we should know that because God's judgment coming, we need to take God and his word seriously. I hope that this will help you and when you think about discipleship, you know, what is it comes discipleship that you shepherd and care for each other to encourage us to, to, to continue to 
uh, fight for holiness. I hope that this encourages you in terms of evangelism, that you want to go and evangelize to others, that the fear of God's judgment on them trumps the fear that you have for 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 the those that uh, reject you. You know, it's better that you get denied and made fun of, um, but your fear for their soul should compel you to go and share the gospel with them. And I trust that as you listen and look at the scriptures that the Lord will move in your heart in different ways so that you can um, be used by him for his glory. Thanks for listening to this lesson. Uh, next week, we're going to go through the 10 plagues. And I look forward to it. It's a very fascinating study as we see how God basically fights against all the gods, all the gods, and it shows us that he is indeed the King of kings and Lord of lords. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a great weekend.